0: welcome to machine learning Python object-oriented programming so Python is uh, an interesting object-oriented language um, uh, it does it does a lot of the cap- uh, functionality of object of classes it can do inheritance, uh, polymorphism, overriding, static classes, uh, and you can put uh, decorators above um, any of the methods. And so, as I was talking about, you know, where the place of decorators are, they're to add additional functionality to your class. That's, that's the perception I'm getting on, on the usage of decorators with classes. Is that since the decorator can be applied uh, to a method in a class, um, you can do that. Now, you could also set um, you could set the class to be static or instantiated by um, calling the constructor or just calling a, uh, an attribute directly from the, using the class. So let's say you have an employee class. If I'm going to instantiate it, then I would say EMP equals uh, employee, parent, and that tells the interpreter that you're creating an instance of that class, which is going to be a memory address. Now, you can also um, uh, call, uh, access static or I would, I would call them static because they, they're not instantiated uh, attributes of the method or of the class by doing like uh, employee dot max salary or something like that. And you can define, you can say max salary equals let's say uh 50,000 or 200,000 maybe there's a a certain salary range that if you put in that it'll signal the uh um, do a a uh, exception or a negative salary so like if they put in a negative uh 100 then that that signals that uh that there might be an error um, So then you can also do uh, what they call comparisons. Now, if you compare two objects together, two instantiated classes together, it will be false. But you can use uh, the underscore, def underscore, underscore, uh, EQ for equal, underscore, underscore, uh, pass the parameter self, and then uh, you could also have a comma other. And it knows then that you're doing a comparison between the objects. And then it will look at the attributes. So you could say if the uh, attribute or the type is employee and the uh, you have some unique ID is equal to self ID equals other ID and the type is the same then return true otherwise return false so you can do comparisons between objects you can do equal not equal greater than less than less than equal greater than equal and uh, and that can be really helpful uh, if you are if you are looking at a list of objects and you are looking for a match uh based on the object <laughs> or if you were saying you were looking for all objects uh with a certain that might be less than the key value and the, the other way to do that is to run a filter and uh and then uh loop through uh well you say your filter and then uh, apply then the criteria on that filter in Python uh, to get matches but this way if you're dealing with a class you can you can do the comparison within the class uh, by using standard operators like equal less than equal not equal You can also get information about the class. Like for right now, if you take a class and you do a print on it, you'll just get the definition that it's a class of a certain type. But if you wanted to actually see the contents of it, you could use the underscore, underscore, STR, underscore, underscore, or uh, you could you could uh, have it uh, display uh, REPR, the representative notation of that class. And so it would show you the parameters that you're gonna pass and uh, and uh, and its types. So that's kind of a nice feature to encode into your class. So all you have to do is say print and then the class name and you get the, you get the, uh, basically almost like the reflection of the class see the attributes actually you see the parameters to the constructors what you would probably do Um, but it's you could have a catalog there's nothing to say that you couldn't have a catalog on your STR uh, that would highlight everything that the class is capable of so you could have attributes and methods and uh, and those, uh, features. Well now, and how does inheritance work? You can, inheritance is pretty simple. You have parent child inheritance and, uh, the child extends the uh, the properties, the data properties and methods of the parent. And, um, And so you can do exceptions uh, handling on on the child uh, class. And the way it works is that it handles the child exceptions first and then it handles the parent exceptions. So that way you you don't have the child exceptions being ignored. So you can uh, have... Class A inherits Class B, and Class C inherits Class A. Or you could say, uh, we could reverse that other way so it sounds a little bit better. Uh, B inherits from Class A, and C inherits from Class B. So uh, the attributes of A are accessible from C and its methods. So you can, you can have additional functionality as needed uh, through inheritance to so you have your, your class your, and then you have your child, parent-child class. And the way you do that is uh, in the class definition, you pass as a parameter the parent class. be like class A paren, or excuse me, class B paren A paren colon pass. That's how you would define it. Uh, So Python for object oriented is really very straightforward. You can do decorators, you can do inheritance, you can do overriding. so you can take base classes that are Python-based, like the exception class, and you can pass as an inheritance, uh, like value error. And so that when you raise and when you do a try exception, catch the exception, whether it's uh, you're processing uh, an override exception or, or the system uh, base exception type, uh, let's say you're looking for uh, an overflow. So, if an overflow uh, occurs, and you ra- you you could raise a, a uh, user-defined exception that says uh, division by zero, and then it would then print out division by zero. But then the, the nice thing about having that user-defined or that overrided exception is that in the uh, calling function in the function that through the exception you can then track where the uh, exception what type of exception occurred like is it a child exception is it a parent exception is it a customizable exception and that becomes a type so you can then intercept that and then uh, process the um, handling for that particular exception so you could also do overrides for data frames for uh, file IO and uh, and you can add your customizable attributes or additional functions and keep the uh, base functionality of the data frame or uh, of the file uh, the file read So it's real powerful. Object-oriented programming allows you to do lots of customization, build your own classes, and then utilize the uh, uh, functionality of existing classes, and you just extend that to your own uh, preference. And so that makes for better code reuse because you might uh, see a pattern where. You're doing lots of uh, repetitive work. Why not create a uh, class and then extend that off of um, one of the classes that you're using, and then uh, you know, set up, set it up so that you can have uh, a lot of your functionality encapsulated in the class. Well, when you think about it, pipelines work a lot like class structures. Uh, they keep a they keep references because everything is an object, so all the functionality is an object, and uh, and you basically give it a label, and and then you have certain uh, features that are occurring. So you might. Uh, have some pre-processing portions and then you have the classifier portion and they're in this pipeline and what ultimately gets fed to the classifier is a data frame of columns with numbers in it you can't have text in it everything has to be numerical so uh, At that point, then you, you can then, uh, you know, look at the pipeline as, a as a, a class syntax. And, uh, you could also use, uh, args, asterisk, args, uh, asterisk, asterisk, k, args to preserve your argument list. So as you're receiving those arguments, then they can be passed into the parent class. One of the real great advantages of object-oriented, oh, sorry, is code reuse. Now you have to look at certain areas and you have to do your measurements in the object-oriented for performance because object oriented performance uh, programming does have a cost. So there's gonna be times where you don't wanna probably make it all objects and you wanna keep it uh, you know, uh, native API calls in a pipe, uh, as fast as you, keeping your performance as fast as possible. There's other times where you're gonna to wanna to do more kind of like protocol programming or functional programming where you just uh, kind of set up a module and the module has a set of functions but the ultimate goal is trying to keep your functionality loosely coupled you know, uh, keep that functionality isolated to what the functions description says it will do and, and that way you don't have entanglement because you uh, you know, if you do, if you, you're you thinking, okay, well, this will uh, write an output to a file, you don't want it having writing to a file and then sending an email, too. You want that e- send an email to be its own separate uh, uh, function. And that keeps it loosely coupled. And then you want your structures to be uh, flexible enough that you can make changes to them, and uh, it doesn't break your uh, uh, API calls. So, and that's in the case of the args and uh, kw args uh, is that uh, it's, uh, it's passing references to those parameter lists, and uh, and as a result, you, if you change those parameters, uh, it doesn't break the break the code. So flexibility in object-oriented design is is very important, and uh, polymorphism is a critical pillar. Encapsulation. You have to you have to think carefully when you're dealing with shared variables in classes, because uh, you can assign you can assign a value to a class share value value and uh, it can then be accessed by other instances of, well, it, let me say that uh, better. The instances will have their own value for that variable, but the uh, class shared value, will be what was defined, but it doesn't, um, it's not defined as const. So you can change that and uh, it can be shared among multiple objects like shared memory.